At the end of 2021, I set out to read 12 books that had been lurking on my bookshelves for a really long time. Mostly because I didn't want to get rid of them without reading them first. So with prayerful trepidation, I considered, which 12 should I start with? Hello friends, welcome to On The Journey. I'm Amy, and today I want to share with you my December reading stack and a recap of 2022. At the end of 2021, I set out to read 12 books that had been lurking on my bookshelves for a really long time, mostly because I didn't just want to get rid of them without reading them first. So with prayerful trepidation, I considered which 12 I should start with. There were books that went back on the shelf because the timing didn't seem right for them, and times when I thought I could squeeze two in for the month. But in the end, I settled on just 12 books, one per month. I can happily say that making the decision to do this was a success. I'm currently reading the last of the 12 books. Some books I enjoyed and some I didn't. I did learn something from every book. There were books that I purchased years ago, (laughs) but I'm no longer in the season or frame of mind that I had been. Those books were bittersweet, as they evidenced that I had grown and changed since first purchasing them. Now, my December book stack has some hearty reading that will probably carry over into the new year just a little. Starting from the top of the stack, A Choice, Not an Echo, by Phyllis Shafley. My dad gave me this book to read. I think he expects to get it back (laughs) a couple of years ago. Now, I'm just getting around to reading it. This book was first published in May 1964. The tagline is, The Inside Story of How American Presidents Are Chosen. This little book is causing a great deal of cognitive dissonance. But since there is nothing new under the sun, it should be read by every American, I mean person, who cares about freedom. I am still working on School Education by Charlotte Mason, which I started last month. I have gotten a little behind in my reading of it, but it is filled with some good thoughts and observations. A very meaty read. I had only recently begun reading The Grief Recovery Handbook by John W. James and Russell Friedman. I've seen it recommended in several social groups and by a few friends, so I thought it would be worth reading. I am already intrigued as it began with not only defining grief, but also broadening my understanding of events or circumstances circumstances that can elicit grief feelings. I thought myself a little removed from what I considered traditional grieving and realized that I have some unfinished grief work to work through. Far Above Rubies by David Milligan is a deeper read than I anticipated. Don't you just love books that dig deeper than you had expected? It is a deep dive into the discussion of education. Historically, what was education like in the ancient world? 
how we arrived at the educational philosophies of today, and is it possible to have a purely Christian educational paradigm and culture? There are some parts I feel like I was wading through, but it is an interesting and provocative discussion to read. Truth be told, my husband gave me this book almost 20 years ago. (laughs) Oh, that was just a bit embarrassing to confess. (laughs) I recently got um, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod from our library. I am a believer in the power of routines and wanted to read this book to see if and how I could level up my mornings. I'm not necessarily a morning person, but I know that I am more productive in the mornings and am energized by morning sunlight. I suppose reading this may also be the help I need to actually get to bed earlier as well. (laughs) I am continuing to read Through Breath by James Nestor. I just finished reading about the Paris catacombs. Did you know about those? Another interesting tidbit I just read about was how the lack of chewing needed for processed foods has also led to the narrowing of our faces and thus our jaws, resulting in more crowding of teeth, narrower palates, and more dysfunctional breathing, resulting in more respiratory and general health issues. As with so many other things, the body has to be taken as a whole and not parsed out to symptoms. But the interconnection between breathing and how and what we eat is evident. To recap, here is my 2022 book list. Rejuvenate by Sayer G. Frugal Luxuries by Tracy McBride. Different by Sally and Nathan Clarkson. 1,000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. Fascinating Womanhood, Vintage Edition by Helen B. Andelin. 5,000 Year Leap by W. Cleon Skusen. The LDN Book, edited by Linda Elsgood. Mother Culture by Karen Andriola. Open Heart, Open Home by Karen Maines. His Chosen Bride, Applying Proverbs 31 as a Single Young Woman by Jennifer J. Lamp. The Five Lessons a Millionaire Taught Me by Richard Paul Evans. And Far Above Rubies by David Mulligan. I am currently considering the 12 books of 2023 that I shall read. It is often said, that what you feed your mind on matters a great deal. For what you read and who you associate forms your thoughts and character. In other words, bad companions corrupt good morals. I would love to know if you found a book on my list of 12 or in one of the monthly book reading posts that you decided to read and what your thoughts were about it. I would also love to know if you do something similar in choosing a group of books to read throughout the year and what you decide to read. I wish you a wonderful and happy Christmas. I'll be posting the December snail mail after the holiday, but before the new year. Much love on the journey. Amy